just wanted to this week talk to you about some things that make me happy, things that make my soul sing, things that bring me joy and fill my cup. And they're books and they're places and they're ideas and goals and dreams. Hello, Joy Starters. I hope you're having the best day. Oh man, I just want to tell you thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for what you do for me, how you fill my cup of my soul, the messages I get from you. I think I say it every single podcast and I'll probably say it every single podcast until I expire from this earth because I'm just that thankful. Um, I do want to start by saying, I think I would be remiss, and I mentioned this in the newsletter as well. If you're not on our newsletter, we are not spammy. We're not, um, annoying. You know, sometimes you sign up for those newsletters and, or a company and they hit you every day. And I understand it's automated, but it's like, that's too much. You're too much. Like, that's too much. Don't do that. We're not like that at all. It comes every two weeks. And, Last week, we were supposed to send out a newsletter and a podcast. That was our normal every two weeks to send out the newsletter and the podcast. But Covenant happened and Nashville happened. And I mentioned this, as I just said in the in the newsletter, but I want to say it here in case you're not on the newsletter. I used to live in Nashville. I've driven by that school many times. My best friends, they're a couple, and they have two daughters. Their daughter... Um, it goes to church. They go to church with one of the siblings of the, the, one of the children that were killed. Another one of my friends, she's a teacher in the area. She also has young children. Um, she has just been incredibly broken up about it. I, I shared with her permission a post that she made on, on socials. I shared it on my Instagram. If you want to go back and look at that, it's, it's really well, well written. And then I have another friend that lives in the area that just heard the sirens all day. And again, having lived there and it, and it hit so close to home. And just being um, sick and tired of being sick and tired. And then sick and tired of the fighting that happens afterwards. And no, we can't do it because of this. And no, we don't want that. No, we want this. And and it's just been constant bickering. And I don't know if you felt like this, felt this lately, but I try to be a bright voice on socials. I tried to, it's not toxic positivity. I'm not toxically positive. And that's the exact reason why last week I said out of respect um, for the victims and the teacher, the substitute teacher that her husband so bravely got on television and said she was there protecting children to the child that was trying to pull a fire alarm reportedly uh, and was killed that way to the headmaster, to the custodian, to all and the kids that were were killed. We wanted to pause for a moment to honor them, to pay our respects, but also give ourselves time to grieve, give myself time to grieve, give you time to grieve. And it just didn't feel right. It didn't feel right for me to record a podcast last week and and force myself to to do it. First of all, I wasn't feeling well. I'm going to have to have a root canal. And that's a whole other story for a whole other day. But between that and just feeling totally drained last week because of what happened and feeling so sad. And I didn't want to come on and put on airs. I'm not a put on airs person. I'm I consider myself to be as real as real gets, and I'm very open, and I make my life being, uh, in my living and my my passion being incredibly vulnerable, and I just didn't feel like I could do that. But lately, I've just noticed the spirit 
a bickering, just bickering even more so. And it came out obviously right after Covenant and now it's coming out after the Women's National Championship. And, you know, can you smack talk? No, she smack talk first. No, you know, and, um, and, and who needs to be invited to the, the White House? By the way, only the winners need to be invited to the White House. Come on now. It's just a lot of bickering. A lot of bickering. I don't know if you have felt that, um, but I do social media to one be real, um, to spread joy, to notice joy, to start joy. But I've always done that. And people told me that back when I was a, a broadcaster and a writer, they said, you are, you peak your best at human interest stories when you're interviewing players and finding out about their story, because everybody has a story to tell, right? Some people just need a little help telling it to the stories that I would write about Davos Sweeney's faith or Bobby Bowden or Tommy Bowden, the story behind the story about how he helped Davos Sweeney get hired and how he believed in him, um, to Dak Prescott, which I ended up turning that story into a chapter for my book, which is just simply amazing that there's a whole chapter in there that's been signed off by, by Dak Prescott. It's just amazing. And I've, I've always just made my living doing that. There were times where I had offers from people to do stories and do things that would have made me money, and but it would have uh, tarnished a, a relationship I had with somebody or it just wasn't up my alley. It didn't help me sleep well with myself at night. So yeah, so I've noticed that. I've noticed that bickering and I've just really tried to stay out of it, stay out of the fray uh, and just keep loving, keep spreading joy, keep noticing, keep doing all of those things. And so that's been where I'm at the past week. And I want to encourage you to do the same. I want to encourage you to affect change. I want to encourage you to make your voice heard if that's marching on a Capitol or signing a petition or doing whatever it is. I don't consider um, <laughs> uh, getting into the pigsty on and, and arguments on social media to, to be helpful. I don't know that I'll ever really change somebody's mind or not many times have I changed somebody's mind on, on social media. And I usually come out just smelling worse and feeling worse, to be honest with you. But I have felt that. And that's why we paused last week. We didn't do a podcast. We didn't do a newsletter. And this week, we decided to pick it back up and and come back to you and come back to you refreshed and renewed and still sad, still sad because I remember, and I'm going to write about this in my next book. And so you hear this first, I'm going to write another book. I've already got my sample chapters going right now. It's, it's in, it's, I'm working on it. And um, one of the stories is going to talk about, and, but I can share a little bit right now was after Columbine, Rachel Joy Scott, Rachel Joy Scott, right? My name's Rachel Joy Barbeau. Um, her father came to speak at Auburn and I was going with a group of people and at the last minute, everybody backed out. Oh, I do this every time I say, I'm not going to do it, but dang it. I believe it was, um, it, it was just being advertised as, uh, Columbine father, Rachel Scott, the whole nine yards. And so, Everybody backed out at me at the last minute, and I was sitting in my apartment. I can still see the apartment overlooking this lake, two-story brick apartment, and something in my soul, this tug in my soul, it is why I am so big on teaching you guys to listen to the tug in your soul. It's for me as a faith-based person, um, and we are inclusive of everybody around here, but I also want to always share the love of Jesus and tell you how rad and amazing he is, especially on Holy Week. Um, I felt a tug in my spirit to go. And so I went and I went alone and um, I sat in like one of the first two rows and they turned on the projector 
and it pops up Rachel Joy Scott. And I'm like, what? What, God? Like, what? Like, I've, you know, at that time, I didn't know a lot of people with my name and especially what she stood for. Um, apparently the, you know, the report was they asked her at the very last minute, do you believe in God? And she said, you know, I do I believe that's what she said. And, um, I don't know if there's exact words, but that was a sentiment. And, um, and they killed her. And I just can't believe we are where we are today. Still doing nothing to protect our babies. And, um, and all, all of the things need to happen. All the things need to happen. We need to have mental health reform. We need to have sensible, uh, gun laws. We need to have background checks. We need to have all of those things. A lot of the things that we're talking about are going to take time, but what are we doing right now, right now to protect our babies, right now to protect our babies? I've talked to my own bonus children about it. How do you feel? Does it scare you? Oh my gosh, like what does that make you, what does it make you think? It's allowed us to have conversations in our own home um, about what they're going through. So um, I would just say in saying all of that, do what you need to do to take care of yourself, but also please advocate rally, march, do whatever you need to do, sign petitions, um, go to board meetings, go to meetings, whatever it is you need to do that we can literally change the narrative so that we can stop having school shootings. And, and it's just insanity to me. So, um, yeah, there's a lot there and I, I have a a root of why it, it matters to me. One, I work with kids. I work in schools. I was just at a K through five school in Kentucky, I work with high schools. I just had a contact in the state of Texas that's got 2,000 schools that they're in contact with that they want to put me in touch with. And I love my colleges. Don't get me wrong. I love working with women. I love working with men. I have a different part of my heart that is activated. You've heard me say working with different people, but getting kids that age, high school age or younger, they're really in those formidable years, man. Woo. It is, um, it's something special and you really can, uh, you really can, make an effect and, and, and change the narrative of their souls and their lives at any age, but especially that age. So enough about that. I, I, I wanted to say that I needed to say that my heart needed to say that, but I also promised you this week that I was going to tell you a little bit about, um, some happier things about some things that have really been, um, uh, just on my heart and my mind that keep me going, that nourish my soul. But before we do that, I want to say um, thank you to the Joy Starters out there, um, to the Joy Starters Club. And so I want to say thank you to some of our amazing members like Amy Fox and Abby Peak and Amy Share and Angela Cooper and Ann Wellwood and Aunt Ashley Hagler and Brittany Snowden and Carissa Peterson and Christy Gable and Denise Coop and Jackie Corda and James Sear and Jennifer Simon. Jennifer Zurin and Jessica Hudson and Jill Smith and Josh Betts and Karen Walkendorf and Kelsey Wingert and Kim Peake and Kim Phillips and Lee Gidley and Lee Marsh and I got to keep going, Patricia Morgan and Raina Lovelace and Rochelle Holman, Sarah Ferris, Sharon, Shannon Miller, Stephanie Leontini, Tiffany Duncan and Tim Stevens. Just want to say thank you. Um, for these amazing people that have believed in joystartersclub.com. It is a cost of cup of coffee. You need to do it. I'm telling you, it's amazing. And uh, it is something that uh, we just had our monthly meeting last month where we talked about our FOD, which is our field of dreams last month, and what your dreams were and how to activate those and, and, and let people share and what they were doing about them and affirmed each other. And then I read 
an excerpt of my book, y'all. I've read an excerpt of my book. I read an excerpt of my book. I read an excerpt of my book. If you're on my newsletter, then you'll get it this week. If you want it, we are going to be offering it and it's free. It's totally free. When you sign up for the newsletter, you get the introduction in the first chapter. Uh, but on the uh, Joy Starters Live Joy Starters call, besides the the text messages you get and the group aspect and the journal and more stuff is coming. But besides that, I, I just did something special and I did my first reading, my first book reading. Of course, I cried. I cried, you know, so many dang times. I laughed. I laughed at myself. I did all of those things um, because I'm now 77 days away from launching this book. And it has been just so neat to me to launch this book. It's It's been um, fun and invigorating and exciting. And also at times, you know, hard where something you want, you know, some, some of you thought would be a perfect uh, book event. You know, people say, well, we're, we're full or we're busy. I've had one of those situations, but far more than that, I've had tons of yeses and wins and libraries and dinners. Thank you, Lee Burgess, the bold dinner, the bold table. I have people that are hosting gatherings in my name. I'm going to the halfway house, the love lady where I'm going to be putting out, I have a meeting about it later this week, the opportunity to be able to buy a book for a lady there. And I want to get all those books sponsored, 400 women. We're actually going to do a bigger goal and have them leave some in the back for any time somebody comes in, they get a copy of the book. Um, but you'll be able to do that. So I'll have that information up on our website and on socials. And the next time that I do a podcast, I'll have more information on how to do that and buy that book. So it's been really amazing. It's, uh, God has just come through. I just this morning looked to the heavens and said, that was you. I know that was you. And I'm connecting with neat people and neat people are saying, yes, I'm working on influencer boxes and just events and it's, uh, television appearances and going to Canada and, um, Nashville and Birmingham and all the places and more and more to come. So it's been really, really amazing. But I did promise you, I did promise you this week that we would talk a little bit about books and travel, books and travel, not my book, other books that have made me happy as of late. And so I want to tell you a little bit about a couple of books that I have read lately that have just, woo, ha! Lord, that have um, just gotten me down to my core. First of all, my girlfriend, Allie Patterson, wrote a book called How to Stay Standing. We met at a book conference with a book company, Ravel, and we just totally gravitated towards each other. We hit it off. We became like besties. I love when that happens with people when you just love their spirit. And um, so, yeah, check her out. She is a female pastor. She's amazing. She's real. What I love about her, she's real. She doesn't put on pretenses. She doesn't put on airs. She's as real as real can get. How to Stay Standing, Three Essential Practices for Building a Faith that Lasts. And girlfriend has been through the mud. She's been through it, and she's standing on the other side, like we say in the movement, throwing a rope back for somebody else to say, if you're in it, I've got a rope for you, and God wants to help you, and I've got a path. I've got another friend named Kia Stevens who wrote a book called Overcoming Father Wounds, and I'm just here typing away on my computer because I want to make double sure that I talk about her her book the exact right way too. But it's called Overcoming Father Wounds. I don't know about y'all if you've ever heard my story or heard me speak before. If you're new to the podcast, 
If I had uh, a name of an episode for my life, it would be my four dads. I have a biological dad, an adopted dad, a stepdad, and now like a bonus dad. Um, so yeah, yeah, buddy, I had some father wounds. Woo, I had some father wounds. So it's Overcoming Father Wounds, Kia Stevens. You got to go get it. It's amazing. On the fiction side, Mama, me, has been up in the fiction lately, and it started with the love songs of W.E.B. Du Bois. It's a thick book. It's huge. It. I started it. I was traveling like so much at the beginning of the year. I started at the end of last year, and it took me a while. It's, it's, it's a hard, amazing, deep, um, soulful, rip your heart out, binding up story of a family going back to all the way the Indians and the Civil War to current civil rights. And I highly, 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 highly recommend it. Um, then I picked up one called The Seamstress of Sardinia. Completely different. I love Sicily. I've been to Sicily. I want to take my husband to Sicily. I want to take my kids to Sicily. I want to go back with my Aunt Karen and friends to Sicily. And yeah, I want to do the rest of uh, Italy and mainland Italy. But uh, woo, um, yeah, I love it. So that's why I picked it up. The Seamstress of Sardinia. Fantastic. Ripped through it too. How is this one? Really understanding the difference in the caste system, if you will, or classes and what different people will go through and how our lives um, intersect. And at that point in time, how people's lives intersect from the seamstress to the person that she was sewing for um, in the story of her life. So it was a really, really good one. The one I just finished recently, because I've been like tearing through books. It's been my soul care as of late. You know, I talk about it in the newsletter, mentioned at the beginning of this podcast. You know, I talk about it all the time. But um, soul care, deeper than self-care, deeper than getting your nails done or a haircut or going to get a car wash or going for a run. It's um, And, and if, if workouts are like your thing, like that's your thing, then I'm, I'm not going to knock that. But I think, and, and just earmuffs for the, for the kids right now, earmuffs. I'm going to give you the earmuffs warning. I think sex inside of marriage and I think working out should make us feel good. It should. Those are things that should make us feel good. I want you to dig deeper. The soul care. I want you to dig deeper. And so lately for me, reading has been amazing. Now, in the past, I have been, I'll pick up a book at times and I'll put it down. I'll pick up a book and I'll kind of put it down and I've not been in it. When I'm reading, I am so much smarter. My synapses are firing. I mean, my brain is like, woohoo. Um, I contribute my love of reading to my mom. She read to me when I was in her tummy, in her womb. And if your mom didn't read to you in your womb, that's okay too. You can always pick up a book and go places and learn things that you have never learned before. Um, so the next book I was telling you about a moment ago is called The Girls in the Stilt House. And if you loved Where the Crawdads Sing, you, it is an absolute must. It was so good. Again, tore through that book. Um, the other night we were watching basketball. My bonus son was here, my husband, and we had some kids over and I literally was on the couch in between them having conversations, watching basketball, but then sneaking little, um, little snippets in my book because it was that delicious. It was such a great book. Yes, yes, yes. The Giver of the Stars, Jojo Moyes. I think I'm saying her name right. Forgive me if I'm not, but it is about women who it's based on the true story, historical fiction, or excuse me, historical fiction. It's got historical facts in there that are accurate. There were women that were contracted after the Great Depression to do free libraries and to ride into the most remote parts of Kentucky to 
give away books and encourage reading. And it's a story about these group of women. And you got, you got it. You got to get it. It's so good. And then lastly, just recently, Pandora, another book about it was back, I think, in London in the 1700s. And this pithos, again, hope I'm saying that right, a piece of pottery that that shows up and changes the whole trajectory of a young woman's life and many people around her gobbled that one up too so those are just a few that I have loved and I have to also tell you whoo I have to also tell you that if you a long time ago did you ever 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 read under the Tuscan Sun did you ever read under the Tuscan Sun because, oh my gracious, Francis Mays, um, and then the book, the book, I mean, excuse me, the movie came from the book, and then I fell in love, I fell in love with the movie, I had not read the book yet, but now I'm reading the book, and I'm just, I am in love with it, Francis Mays, um, Under the Tuscan Sun, and it's called Brahma Sole. And I was just looking online recently, it's so crazy, I was just looking online, and you can rent this villa. You can rent it. Now, never mind. It's like fourteen to $28,000 a week, but I just put it in a notes, in my notes app, and I put ultimate goals, like take my family there one day. Ramasole, take my family there one day. Like, oh my gosh, it is. I don't know if the movie was actually filmed there. Some of the places look from um, same, like inside, but outside it doesn't. It is fantastic. Just go do yourself a favor and um, go Google it. Go Google it. Miss my grandma used to say, just gargle it. Just gargle it. What's that Google thing? Just gargle it. So do it. Because I think we need to all dream. We need to read. We need to play. Another one of my favorite cities is New Orleans. And I don't love New Orleans for Bourbon Street. I had my mom years and years ago used to be so scared for me to go because she had an experience of getting off a cruise ship and she just hated it and they got dumped on Bourbon Street. And I was like, oh, mom, there's so much more to it now, you know, and, and there always has been, but there's so much more to it. There's Frenchman Street and there's a garden district. And my, my, one of my favorite hotels there, the Monte Leon with a carousel bar on Royal Street. Royal Street is my favorite. Oh my gracious. Oh my gracious. Oh my gracious. I could spend days on that street, okay? Because there are old, old antique shops that are slash museums there. One of my favorite artist is there on Royal Street that takes this amazing art. If you find yourself there, go, please. It's on Royal Street. His name is Frank Relly. You have got to go into his, you got to go into his gallery. It's beautiful. And ask the man there about the story behind each picture. Because once you go in there and you ask him about the different stories, he'll tell you how he had to lay, where he was at, what time he went, what the folklore is behind it. There was one particular tree, and I'm going to try not to butcher the story. It was like struck by lightning. And he was like, well, I don't want to photograph that. And come to find out, he he found out that like ancient lore was, I think it was Indian lore, was that if you played a flute that was made from the wood of a tree, of that particular tree or a tree that was hit by lightning, and you played it for your lover, they were going to fall in love with you forever, something like that. Um, You got to go in there and get the exact details, but that's the gist of it. And that's why I photographed the tree. And so it's a hauntingly beautiful tree. And I will have his art. I will have his art. And speaking of artists, here's another one. I'm just telling you all the good stuff I love right now. Reflections of Christ. Reflections of Christ. I am for my birthday at the end of May going to buy myself some art. 
and I'm going to buy one of his prints. He is on Instagram. Just look up Reflections of Art. He was doing, and he's become a friend. He was doing wedding and portrait stuff, and then was really called to start taking pictures, like as he pictured, as he saw Jesus walking on water, doing different things. Go check him out, Reflections of Art. Amazing thing. So I just wanted to this week talk to you about some things that make me happy, things that make my soul sing, things that um, bring me joy and fill my cup. And they're books and they're places and they're they're, um, ideas and goals and dreams. And I hope maybe this has made you dream. I hope you're pausing this podcast and going, Brahma Sole and Royal Street, Frank Relly and Hotel Monteleon, which... I stayed there. I had, it's a very expensive hotel and not normally my speed, um, but I had one night coming, two nights coming back through New Orleans um, in 2021, in early 2021 after speaking. And it was one of those nights where I got it, like I found it on a, like a hotel, whatever site. And it was like half the price. And I jumped on it. I was like, I have always wanted to stay at this hotel. It's in the quarter. It's beautiful as a carousel bar, but it's like, old. And then turns out that all these famous writers have stayed there and written there. Ernest Hemingway and all these amazing writers, Tennessee Williams. And, and I, and then there was me and then now I'm publishing a book, which is just freaking amazing. So, um, I did ask them, I was like, please put me in the non-haunted part because it also served as a civil war um, uh, hospital. I'm like, I I can't, I can't do it. I can't handle it. Buddy Joe was with me because at that time, my doggy, he was my therapy dog. He was legitimately my therapy dog after my mom passed away. So he would travel with me to speaking engagements and get passed around and was a great source of helping me with my anxiety and clinical depression that I was battling. So he was dressed up in a little pajama set and I would take him out on the street. People would go crazy over him. And then I would clean off his paws, you know, when we got back. And and so it was really neat to be able to take him with me and experience all of the things and all of the people of New Orleans. And so I've hoped that this podcast has brought you joy. I want to give you two more little nuggets because I feel like I'm just giving away my nuggets today. How do you use your notes app? I mentioned it earlier. My notes app is kind of like my gold mine. I have told my best friend, one of my best friends, Barbie, when I pass away, um, get in my phone. She's got my mortality code, which by the way, that there's, it's such a thing. It popped up one day on Apple and I sent it to her. And you should, all your loved ones should, not all, but your loved ones should have your passwords and your codes and those things. But I sent her my mortality code and I said, um, you know, uh, look through my phone when, when I pass away and see the screenshots and see the things I never shared and see all of it and share it and have people, whenever it is I go, have people come together and celebrate and dance and cry and tell stories about me and sing and praise Jesus and do all of those things. And so she has that, but I use my notes app. What she's going to find in my notes app is like a treasure trove of ideas, of lists, of things that inspire me. I have a running list in my notes app of anything that inspires me per I'm changing the narrative. And I put it on this one running list and it's always there. And so I know when I'm going to prepare for a talk, wherever it may be, to a Women's Build X conference or to children K through five, I can go to that list and those are all my thoughts, all the things that have inspired me. 
over the past six months. And I have other lists and other notebooks and, and things. Um, the other thing that I love about the Joy Starters Club is we have our journals. So we're writing in our journals and then you put the journal up and date it and then you get another journal and then you put the next journal up to it and you have all these, hopefully by the end of your life, consecutive journals with your ideas, your thoughts, your um, your great moments, your joys, all of the things. And then the last little nugget I'm going to give you today I was sharing this with my husband the other day. I use the reminder app on my phone. And so I'll just say, say, hey, Siri, and I'll say, remind me tomorrow at 11 a.m. that I need to call Monica. And it'll automatically pop up and it'll put it as a reminder and it's in my reminder app. So I know as long as I see it pop up or it says, it tells me that it has it uh, loaded. I know that I can go back and look at it. But it also, like I have one set every Thursday night to remind me to take out the garbage. So these are little things that make my life easier and help me, which I'm creative and all over the place, help me be more in line and more organized and help me make sense of sometimes the chaos, the beautiful chaos in my life. All right. I love y'all. This has been a long one, but I just had to share some of the goodness and the things that just make me really, really, really happy. And, um, and also share that my heart is still hurting and still, um, and still wanting change, significant and real change to protect our babies in these schools. Okay. I love you, Joy Starters. I'm so thankful for you. And until next time, remember, please leave a review. Um, also, will you please give us five stars and will you do a third thing? Share this with a friend, share this with a friend who loves to read, who loves to travel, um, who loves to dream and who might need this. Share it with a family member, share it with a coworker. Hey, have you heard of that girl, Rachel Joy Barbo? You need to listen to this Joy Starters podcast. Y'all made me top 10% in the world. How dare you go and do that? Just kidding. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. I love you.